Hi everyone, welcome back to Into the Void. I'm your host Ant, and you join me today for episode number 22 of my weekly audio diary, or my A-log as I like to call it, in which I share my thoughts and musings. So thank you all for tuning in. Um, I hope you are all doing well and managing um, to thrive um, at this rather strange times that we're living through on the planet. So I want to kick off today, um, it's kind of a little bit of a a controversial um, issue really. So um, just to provide a little bit of um, context um, to you all, from time to time um, on Facebook I like to test the water, and you'll see why that's relevant in a moment, just to um, just to get a sort of a grasp or get a handle on what people are, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, and um, you know, just uh, just how awake they are. Because <laughs> uh, obviously, as we know, um, any of you who have social media, there are lots of people who claim who claim to be awake and uh, claim to be advancing on the spiritual journey. Anyway, so on Facebook, like I was saying. Um, I'll, t- I, I'll read to you the post that I made and why I did it. So I quote, and I quote, I should say, the judgment that tap water is bad for our health is more harmful to the body than drinking tap water. So that's why I drink tap water. So now that's a post I put on Facebook. Yes, of course, it's rather flippant and it's rather crass and a bit stupid in a way. But... Um, it got the response that um, I was hoping for. It got over a hundred comments. Now, in terms of testing the water, <laughs> pardon the pun, ha ha ha. I got the kind of response that I was expecting. So I had quite a lot of passive aggressive people laughing and saying, "Well, it shows that you drink the water." You know, if if that's your if that's your comment, ha ha ha, and. Then there were people posting pictures of, um, you know, sort of um, uh, water pipelines and all the um, crud and crap that collects in it. And then people talking about lithium and fluoride and chlorine and all the other nasties that I'm very much more than uh, I'm more than aware of what's in a, a municipal um, water supplies in in tap supply in water supply. Sorry. And whether I drink tap water or not is is completely irrelevant. It says as it is as relevant, sorry, as whether I wear blue uh, or red socks every day. But perhaps what really struck me most of all in terms of testing the water was quite a lot of the most passive, um, well, I would say passive aggressive comments. And as I was saying, I had over a hundred replies to this. And yeah, I accept it was a bit crass and, you know, I was kind of deliberately poking, you know, poking the hornet's nest like I like to do. Because I like to, you know, I just think, what is the point um, unless we're testing ourselves, unless we're looking at our sacred cows, which in the alternative sphere, the alternative new age, truth, uh, conspiracy, whatever field, I think uh, I hold my hand up as well. I think, you know, some of the... Some of the um, sacred cows that we hold up and, and you know, quite a lot of um, the ideas that we have are 
um, should be should be scrutinised uh, from time to time, and, and we should look at you know the ways that we are thinking, um, the kinds of um, information or truths, important of course that we are that we are holding ourselves to. So yeah, sorry back to this whole passive aggressive. A few people who you know were putting things like well. It shows that you drink the tap water and because, you know, only someone that drinks tap water, you know, would think um, it's it, it's no worse for their, you know, it's no worse for their body than the, the judgment that tap water is bad for our health. And um, a few of these people, I went on to their timeline, their Facebook timeline, and a number of them were, you know, the whole love, light and bliss. And even some of them were offering courses in spiritual enlightenment, enlightenment, I should say. So. I think you'll find that, um, yeah, quite quite illuminating that um, some of these characters will, you know, put themselves up there as as spiritual teachers, whilst um, you know, whilst giving really quite passive um, and aggressive comments. Now, another thing, another reason why I'm talking about this particular Facebook comment that I put um, in terms of testing the water is that. It, it just reminds me again of this whole sort of um, dichotomy between judgment and discernment. And so many people still who claim to be awake are constantly using judgment. Now, there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, making certain decisions about the food um, that we consume. And um, as I was talking about last time, certain kind of um, supplements that I take or certain natural products that I take when I become ill to try and boost my immune system. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with saying, right, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to use a reverse osmosis filter, which are incredibly expensive, or a Berkey, I think it's Berkey, a, Bel a Berkey water filter. Amazing things, fantastic, you know, absolutely great. Nothing wrong with that. But here's the clincher. This is important point, important point that I'm trying to make in today's episode that if you do if you if that's coming from a judgment that um, I need to do this basically then all we're doing is where we are feeding our fears because then it becomes you you get embroiled in a situation where there's stress and anxiety if for whatever reason you can no longer drink drink filtered water and I totally agree I mean our, our water supply in this part of the UK is heavily chlorinated and on some days it does smell like a swimming pool coming out the tap and you know it's not that I disagree with these people or any of the information that they were sharing which is you know it's all interesting stuff I'm sure many of you guys listening are well aware of the nasties in municipal water supplies and going back many many decades as how um, the Nazis were said to have put certain chemicals in the concentration camps etc etc we're all uh, well aware of these things but you know the whole point of why I create content why I created discerning consciousness discerning consciousness with my co-host Mike at the time was because we wanted to you know um, break through this sort of miasma within the alternative sphere whereby there's a, there's a lot of complacency as I was talking about people who think they're awake and all these sort of sacred cows and it really was it was um it was quite disturbing in one on one hand it was funny looking at the comments that I triggered all these people that they were so easily triggered um but on the other hand it's disturbing because people are falling into what quite a lot of um commentators 
in alternative sphere have spoken about this idea of a second matrix where so we leave the first matrix which is all the ills of the mainstream system uh, and the, all of the controlling measures and all the rest of it and we become awake or we become alert to the way in which humanity is manipulated propagandized polluted poisoned perhaps i could sh sh could go as far as saying that but then we adopt um, another whole set of um, ideas, beliefs, values and concepts that form the second matrix. Because real, um, real spiritual enlightenment or to walk the path, um, to walk the path of a, a bodhisattva or, um, or a spiritual adept, or even just someone as a saying uh, that claims to be awake is, we really need to dispense with this constant formulation of ideas, values, beliefs and concepts, because all they do, other than create fears, is we are not truly living. And this is back to, you know, the episode I did on Discerning Consciousness podcast about um, Yes Man. When we have all these ideas, values and beliefs about, you know, what we should be eating, what we shouldn't be eating, how we should be living, how we shouldn't be living, the sorts of people we should be, um, you know, uh, hanging out with, the sorts of people we shouldn't be relating to. We just we just get this, what I call is like um, a truth for rule book, which could otherwise be known, perhaps, interestingly enough, as, you know, the sort of um, a biblical, the Ten Commandments, the Ten Truth for Commandments. And, and, re and then in so doing, by having excuse me, by having all these judgments, we really do, we just weigh ourselves down. We just become very, very dense, very, very heavy. And then, of course, the problem comes, like the many of the comments I had to the, um, the thing that I put on Facebook, people have to defend, that. then they have to defend their concepts, ideas, values and beliefs. So people really were quite affronted that I could suggest you know, alluding to the power of the mind, i.e. the judgment that tap water is bad for our health, is more harmful than actually drinking tap water itself. I was trying to allude to, you know, the strength of our ideas and, you know, like kind of concepts discussed um, by Bruce Lipton in his book, The Biology of Belief, which many of these people, you know, would, would, who, who were, posting the passive aggressive comments you know very much alluding to the fact that i'm an idiot they didn't actually spell it right out but hence the passive aggressive comments they probably are well aware of um his work um so then this idea um you know bruce lipton the bi biology of belief how we can actually through belief we can override our own um genetic uh, makeup and we're not fated by our genes which mainstream science um which mainstream science obviously uh, um, still sort of pushes that idea um, out there. And if we want to be, you know, also just um, beyond all these um, phrases around being awake, being spiritual, being adept, being a bodhisattva and, and all the rest of it, life, I know when I was fully ensconced in the truth for trap, this is another element, of course, of the truth for trap, life is just hard to have fun and enjoy life you know when oh there's so many things you've got to uphold and so many things you have to avoid and and life just becomes this constant stress fest and it it really is um 
no better really than being in the first matrix. Um, being in the second matrix is, is in many ways um, worse than being in the first matrix because one thinks that they are, have arrived at a certain place. One thinks they have reached some form of um, deeper awareness or enlightenment when really that, that, isn't, um, that isn't the case at all. And yeah, it was it was um, it was disappointing. It really was disappointing to see to to see and and, and read um, a lot of these comments, which were, as I was just saying, knee jerk. I need to defend. Um, I, I I I can't believe you would you know you would um, you would say you would say something like that. That's really upset me. And I'm going to show you, you know, 50,000 pictures of all the nasties that collect in a, in a mains water pipe uh, and all the rest of it. But um, <laughs> the whole the whole point of um, seeking, uh, I'll talk about this a little bit in a minute, the whole point of life, the whole point of seeking a deeper meaning to life is to move beyond all our fears. And if we are all... Um, you know, if we're paranoid about all the toxins that are out there and the way in which we need to mitigate against the worst effects of all of those, then really um, we are just pandering to our fears. We are we are giving away uh, we are giving away our power. And again, as with all of my information that I share, that's because I was once uh, I recall it's just one such example of the newer generation's so-called energy saving light bulbs I, I remember I was living in a shared flat in Southampton around about 2009 and I replaced all of the um, green and so-called energy saving bulbs with the old style filament and one of my flatmates um, you know took exception to this and put all the um, put all the green ones back and of course you know I came across as a bit of a nutter rightly so so you know <laughs> What we have to remember is, you know, with things like chemtrails and all the rest of it is that the power that um, these um, toxins and things that are said to harm us, these things only have power over us to the degree that we uh, that, that we uh, enable it by falling into fear. And, and again, I've mentioned this in the past that. I used to be terrified. I was constantly looking at the sky, up at the skies with uh, the the chemtrails, and it felt like humanity were being, we were being sprayed like cockroaches, like a, a, a you know, just like common common pests, and it just used to feel fear fill me with so much fear. So when I say this, this isn't just me, bizarrely enough, making a judgment of truthers, etc. It's, it's because I've been through this. And I know what it's like to try and live a life where you're constantly um, on alert mode. Um, you're constantly hypervigilant. So um, the immune system is in is in uh, hyperactivation all the time. And and it is it's a real it can become a real miserable, miserable um, life um, to live like that, really. And I did it for three or four years and. I see it is disappointing to see people who are still kind of set in that, set in that way of thinking. And 
I just want to give um, another example to just um, flesh this point out that I'm making a little bit is the difference between judgment and discernment is so with judgment generally we make a decision but then we make that this we all make a decision and then it's coming from a position of normally judging what other people are doing as wrong so um, during COVID with the fake COVID vaccinations many of us may probably have refused that but we also had a judgment that because we believe it is bad and toxic for the body we we would have advised our friends and our loved ones and maybe even our acquaintances you know not to take it because that's that's our judgment whereas if you're using discernment um, you would say well okay the, I know this isn't for me um, but for other people, um, that's down to them. That's down to them. If they've researched it and they believe this is a medical procedure that they need, then, you know, let them, let them get on with it. And that's particularly hard um, for those close to us to do that. But that is the true, that is the true moon, meaning of discernment, whereby we, we're not attached to what anyone else um, is doing uh, and, and we actually value it's also valuing liberty in that we're saying, well, you know, I've made this decision not to take it, but you can do whatever you like. And it's not like in a horrible way. Well, you do whatever you like in a flippant way. It's respecting that other people uh, make other may well have other decisions. And again, back to the power of the mind and the placebo effect, perhaps for some people, if they strongly believe that taking the fake COVID vax was something that they wanted to do and still continue, I believe we're up to number six now could be seven i'm not sure if that's something that they want to do and they fervently believe in it and they believe it will be good for their health going forward then who am i or anyone else or who are we perhaps i more should more appropriately say to say that they're wrong to do that so hopefully that's just a little a little caveat there of an example of the difference between judgment uh, and discernment and then just finally back to this me you know testing the water being a little provocative you know in that instance absolutely i do understand why people would avoid um just drinking tap water as i was talking about before because of the smell and the taste and we all know the kind of nasties that's in it but someone coming from discernment would say well this is what i choose to do i choose to use a filter um or i choose to you know get my get my um water supply uh, from some other kind of source shall we say if they're lucky enough to do that get spring water or something I know a lot of people advocate drinking distilled water but someone coming from discernment would say well I, I'm doing this not out of fear but I'm doing it uh, because I know at this point in my life I have the choice to make this decision I have the time I have the financial resources to do this and this is what I'm doing but in a year, five years time, six months, two months, I might not. And I might be placed in a situation where I have little choice but to drink tap water. Now, a really, a really that is um, a really spiritually evolved person because they would be able to drink the tap water and go, Do you know, it's not even going to touch me. I'm not worried. And that's living. That's the freedom. That's the freedom of of living as the freedom of living without fear and i know certain people would come back at me and say and well that's your your that's an example of being delusional but i i don't think it is that's i think that's what should we we should 
all be aiming for because that is living that's living um that is living beyond um beyond our fears that's literally living in the moment uh, and uh, i'm still striving for that i still um i still do find it extremely difficult um like many human beings to live without fear in many many different areas of my life but i just want to lastly on this testing the water pardon the pun again it was it was um really quite disappointing um to see perhaps another way of saying it is this sort of um truth uh alt media echo chamber how how can how can he say he's drinking the tap water is he insane uh, you know people not understanding basically the point the point that i that i'm making and you know more 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 broadly um brings me back to um the book that I mentioned in one of my episodes um, on one of my episodes where I was speaking on my sister's show and I mentioned the book Butterflies Are Free to Fly by Stephen Davis and he talks about the cocoon stage um, whereby we have to drop all our ideas, values, beliefs, concepts and fears in order to, to transfer from the pupae into into um into the butterfly this is part of the kind of the dying off phase where we we let go of all of those things and that's the only way in which we can evolve spiritually and also just become um just become kinder more humble human beings because as i was saying before again when we're holding up all of these isms and all these ways in which you know we're trying to protect our health and you're an idiot if you don't do it and all the sheep are stupid you know because they drink tap water and they have no idea what they're drinking it's just um again it's just you become a bit of a dickhead really a bit of a douchebag because you're not much fun to be around because you're constantly you know just looking for what people are saying or doing because you're trying to implement your truth for rule book or the truth for 10 commandments if i can put it um if I, if I can put it another way so yeah that was just i just wanted to share that little uh little facebook <laughs> interaction with you guys hopefully you've understood the point um that i was um making and if you want to send me a yeah free berkey uh, water filter yeah um please do <laughs> um so just moving on now, um, it's kind of linked really to this idea of living without fear. And also, uh, I believe in the Bible, it mentions, you know, that if you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, you, you know, be like a child because a, a child before they start um, infant school or elementary school before about the age of five, they don't they have very they don't really have any values, beliefs, concepts and very, very few fears. And. They just act on impulse in the moment. And if they feel scared, they'll express that. If they feel lonely, they'll cry. If they, you know, if they feel if they feel, you know, that their parents are being unfair to them, they'll 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 you know, they'll they'll share what their anger or injustice. And and that's another example of how as we progress through life, we build up all of these fears and we we you know, we build all these concept of who and what we are and furthermore what the world um, should look like and what people should be doing as I was saying 
But if we think of the kind of the more broader meaning of life in terms of the fact that we're told, well, nothing really matters. Um, there is no meaning to life. And the only meaning there is only meaning to life um, to the extent that we place value or meaning on anything. So it really doesn't matter um, what we do because we uh, essentially we create our own meaning through our own value system and things like that. And furthermore, this just by extension kind of leads to the idea that, well, if if life is meaningless and we can create our own meaning, that means that um, everything is um, that means that I can live a, a live a life, sorry, of sacredness. That means even the most mundane things in life I can do with a sense of reverence and awe and make even the most everyday Monday tasks. They can become ceremonial uh, or they can um, they can sort of become a, a sacrament, even just things like, you know, cooking our dinner, laying out the table, um, talking to our children or just sitting and reading or just sitting and, and just looking out in the garden or just sitting and 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 just being so in in relationship to what i was talking about um in terms of fears and living a life from a a set of rules or a rule book and, and and constant judgment all the time it's very very difficult to live a sacred life it's very very difficult to live a reverential life it's very, very difficult to live a life of calmness and serenity when we are full of judgments and dogmas and beliefs and values and ideas and fears and concepts. Um, it's just almost impossible. And I, and, I, and I know why it is difficult to stop filling our minds, because I think I think there's a fear that um, if we give up, if we give up these things, then somehow we'll just become like the village idiot or we will, you know, our brains will turn to mush. But um, as I've been discovering more and more um, by embracing this concept that Stephen Davis talks about in his book, Butterflies Are Free to Fly. Reminder, of course, it's a free audio book and a free PDF. Um pdf book as well so go and check check out his amazing book if you haven't already done so so um yeah again we we place um like a a barrier in the way of just uh embracing um a really simple soulful and 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 beautiful life because um it is really quite a simple process to to reach um a situation where we have more peace of mind where we have more calmness where we have more stillness in our day-to-day lives in our day-to-day life um that really it is really quite as simple as just letting go and just saying to ourselves do you know what at the moment of my death am i am i going to really care about um you know tap water uh, at the moment of my death am i am i really going to worry about the you know the heavy metal content that's in uh, um chemtrails am i really gonna worry about the fact that you know the wi-fi router in, in my study um is slowly 
cooking my DNA, slowly sauteing my DNA, because it's also something I failed to mention. Forgive me, is um, I know from myself what created a lot of anxiety when I was very unbalanced back in the day. I'm not saying I'm <laughs> perfectly balanced now, but I have more discernment on board than I than I once did. Is um, when we're trying to control things in the environment or around us, um, a lot of it, there's not much we can do that. There's even talk now of them putting RNA vaccine type technologies into our food and all these sorts of things. And it, it does come down to, well, really, we are limited by what we can actually do. I mean, what's in the environment Sorry, what's, you know, in the air, there's not much we can actually do to mitigate the effects of that. And then once we once we once we um, kind of make that kind of decision for ourselves, takes the pressure off. And that does mean we can embrace. Um, we can embrace more of a, a, a calm, calm day to day uh, existence. But, yeah, it's difficult because. Um, because there are, there is so much information. Just you know, a click of our fingers, click of our fingers. We can, we can feed this need to know. We can feed this idea that we can somehow use the brain and the intellect to work a way out of all of our pain and discomfort, which we can't do. It's um, not possible. And also, in terms of this sort of idea of well, nothing really matters in life in terms of the meaning of life other than the value that we place upon it. Um, obviously, from a more zoomed out perspective, from a, a higher dimensional, or perhaps the highest kind of dimensional understanding, that there are no victims, that everyone is experiencing what they should be experiencing or what they've kind of um, incarnate or manifested to experience. And I know that can be I've spoken about before kind of spiritual absolutism that can be taken uh, to two extremes by um, kind of um, abusive people who like to abuse people. But if we if we do for one moment, sometimes it's nice to go on flights of fancies outside of the limitations of uh, 3D duality. Um, if there literally are no victims, then we can live a life of limitation and you know in in, in, in light of what i'm just talking have been talking about today then we we're not victims of you know chemtrails we're not victims of um chlorine or fluoride or <clears throat> whatever in the in, in the water supply we are you know limitless eternal beings but if we do get lost in as i was talking about the second matrix then how it just mirrors the first matrix is that, you know, we're a victim and we live, we can all too easily fall into living a, a strict life of limitation. Anyway, I want to just end today's episode of Into the Void. I'm going to, um, I'm going to rewind three and a half years, if you'll allow me to do that. Zoom back to the spring 2020. And once again, I want to draw on my COVID memoirs. Something we're very... That really struck me at the time um, when we went into the first lockdown around the world, around a lot of the world actually, in March 2020. What I noticed locally here on the south, south coast of the UK was 
because there were no planes, um, there were no chemtrails, um, and we had day after day and actually week after week, which is very, very unusual, as you might understand, in the UK, because we're uh, very much well known for having a very precipitous, wet climate. But it was day after day, clear blue skies, no chemtrails, no contrails. And the atmosphere, it's actually, for the first time since about the 90s, um, I felt they felt like a purity or a cleanliness in the air. It's like a, um, it's kind of um, in the past when I've been to mountainous areas in Austria and uh, uh, and um, and in in Italy as well in the Dolomites. Um, there's just you can actually feel wow. This is this is what air should feel like to breathe. And for those first, it's really for more than a few weeks, a good few weeks. That was sort of um this atmosphere and it's a real it came to me as like this sort of real sense of cleansing and it's it was a really strange paradox because we had this darkness rising across the country sorry and across the world i should say in terms of lockdowns and the most draconian uh restrictions we've seen placed upon human beings on this planet not really seen in the western world since the end of the second world war as we know and but at the same time also as this darkness was rising as i was just talking about we had this sort of clear atmosphere and i would just sit out for hours in my back garden and i had this real amazing sort of um clarity of mind as well in spite of the darkness um uh rising and it and um one of the reasons why i'm sharing this with you guys is because it reminds me once again of you know the yin and the, the yin and the yang and, and the light in the darkness and how if you choose to see it we can find balance in everything and in and in spite of what was going on within myself and i'm sure i wasn't alone um i was getting this you know right real um quite profound sense of mental clarity and a sort of philosophical clarity as well in terms of it's like well, okay, I, I, I can see what's going on in the world. My word, the dark forces, these, these predatory forces that have preyed on humanity for millennia, they must be very, very scared if they're having to go to these lengths. And, and I was just thinking, wow, I, actually, I'm just ready for anything. Bring it on. If there's, if there's um, you know, if there's uh, armed police on the streets or are the military on the streets locking people down just bring it on i don't care because uh internally i was just feeling this amazing state of um attunement to something higher and um a real um sense of clarity it was all clouded a little bit in the last um three and a half years since then so as it it really was um a fascinating a fascinating and very 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 um very strange paradox and that's why you know again it's why we always need to um to you know make sure that we are remaining in balance and that we're not we're not losing ourselves to these should you know should be's and should haves and this is the way it is and this is what the world should look like. And 
this is what the people in power should be doing this is what they shouldn't be doing and there real there is a real um sort of sense of self-empowerment that can come from just pulling ourselves back um from all of that because that is when we do realize the uh, innate strength and innate power that all of us have um deep within us really and uh, yeah i just wanted to share that an aspect um of my covid memoirs from spring 2020 which seems like a world away now doesn't it seems like um can't believe how quickly we've um we've we've progressed this is really quite um it's quite amazing anyway um coming up to about 40 minutes now uh, i think i'll round things up um in today's episode thank you all for tuning in once again uh, i really do appreciate the fact you take the time uh, to listen listen to my thoughts musings and meanderings and uh, yeah i look forward to speaking to you all once again next week bye bye for now